Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! Bulls need to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They still aren't doing that. Bad loss to the Wizards on Wednesday night, and we're once again talking about unavoidable loss. And this one, I've got thoughts on Zach Levine that I want to just blot out. we got a lot to dive into as we hit the halfway point of the season on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bull and Tennessee Vol, C.J. Watson. C.J., man, this thing was looking like it was going well. Three-game winning streak. To lose to the Celtics, fine, but to lose to the Wizards, <sighs> yeah, that's just a that's just a gut wrenching blow right there, uh, especially with no Bill, no Porzingis. Uh, you got to get that win, especially on the road. Um, but you know, uh, like I said, I'm always hopeful, and uh, hopefully, you know, still look to the future and they can uh, figure this thing out. You know, I get the Bulls didn't have Demar, but Kyle Kuzma also hit a ridiculous shot that I cannot believe he hit, and right. then Zach did. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that yet because I, I got an ad read I want to get to. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. So before I do, let, let's talk about our great sponsor, Bet Online. Basketball's in full swing, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It is always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. NFL playoffs are here this weekend. There are a lot of good games, and you can bet on the NFL draft already. And the line has moved for the Bears to trade the number one overall pick. It is now minus 400 from minus 200, which means I agree with sportsbooks. I think that pick's getting traded. You can bet on that. And if you want to bet where Stetson Bennett will get drafted, if he gets drafted at all, all of that at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. If the Bears don't trade that pick, I'm going to be very, very disappointed, by the way. <laughs> also, we have an official t shirt of the show. I actually wore it today. Look at me being prepared and wearing my shirt for the, like, the second time in the however long we've had the shirt. <laughs> Gordon Pippen, 98, The Last Dance. Available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there, but this is the official shirt of our program. Support the show. Support all the shows on the network at shop.believe.com. All right, a 107-99 to loss I can live with to Boston. I mean, Boston, that's a good team, number one seed in the East. I don't mind that. Yeah. But to lose 100-97 to the Wizards, which will ignore the fact that they didn't put up 100 points for the second straight game, to lose to a shorthanded Wizards team like that, CJ, I feel like we're back to square one. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're learning from their past mistakes. Uh, I was very hopeful. Like I said, I'm very optimistic. And uh, especially being a former player, I feel like, you know, teams can turn these things around. But I don't know. The Bulls doesn't seem like they're, they've learned their lessons uh, and they're still back to their old habits. Now, I understand DeMar DeRozan got hurt in that Celtics game. I, I get that. that That's your top scoring guy in crunch time. I understand that. 
that game against Washington should not have been that close going into crunch time, especially considering the Bulls had a sizable lead at halftime. Right. And yet, here we are talking about a loss. That three-game winning streak seemed like it was going really well, as I said. I mean, we talked about it. It seemed like they were starting to fire on all cylinders. That was a tough stretch. They ended it with a three-game winning streak while well, they lost to Boston. But a three-game winning streak in there, that was really good. They're still playing down to their opponents. I do not understand this team. We are halfway through the year. I, I have no idea what to think of this team. Yeah, me neither. I don't get it. Uh, like I said, um, you know, it's definitely frustrating uh, just a, from a viewer or a fan perspective, uh, um, just seeing the Bulls continue to struggle from their old habits um, and then just trying to feel like they being optimistic and think they will get over it and learn from these things. Like I said, just I don't know. I just lost the words of what to what to say or how to pinpoint, like put the finger on it of what to do or what's the reason, the cause behind it. But I really just don't know. <laughs> You know, they have a bad quarter every game, it seems like. At the beginning of the year, it was the first quarter. They started yep. slow, dug themselves in a hole. Then it became the second quarter, where the second quarter, they'd, they'd lead after one quarter, and then all of a sudden, the second quarter, they'd implode. Against Washington, it was the third quarter. Got outscored 41-21 to 21 in the third quarter alone. That can't yep. happen. Yeah, that can't happen coming out of halftime, especially, you know, being on the road. You don't want to get a, dig yourself into a deep hole like that. I think the big biggest tall tale for me is uh, this is where we're going to see, uh, depending on how how long DeMar is going to be out, uh, is going to see like how if Zach is really a franchise player, can he really lead a team uh, to victory, to wins in the column? Not only just leading him in scoring, but, you know, leading him on the court and making sure that his team gets a win. Oh, and by the way, we're going to talk about that because he was the guy <clears throat> in that five, five seconds left. Kyle Kuzma hit a ridiculous three. Like I, I even said how in the world, I didn't say how in right. the world. There were other colorful words, but this is a family <laughs> show. So I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep my language clean. Like, PG. <laughs> how, how did he hit that shot? I had no idea how that shot went in. So five seconds left. Zach Levine's gonna be your guy. And if you don't mind, I'm gonna rant a little bit because I am very, I'm so mad about this. You're down three with five seconds left. This man took a two. Yeah. Why are you taking a two? I, I get you're trying to draw the foul if, the, if that's your argument. The last two-minute report has not gone your way. That is three times this year I can count. The referees didn't call a foul when they should have in the last two minutes, and this has been something we've talked about extensively. Don't lead the game in the hands of the referees. You're a three-point shooter. Take the three. If it doesn't go in, okay, you did your job. Your strength is your three-point shooting when you're not around the rim. You didn't yeah. have enough time to get around the rim and potentially take a lead. Shoot the three. Don't leave it in the hands of the rest. I don't care if they told you they missed the call. Yeah. Shoot the damn three. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you're you're right on all points, all cylinders. I think for me, uh, I would take it back to the de defensive position where Kuzma hit that three. I think Vooch was just too far back in the drop uh, drop coverage. I think they should have he should have been up a little bit more, make Kuzma pass the ball because you know he's the hot guy. He's gonna shoot. You know, if he misses five or he makes five, Kuzma's gonna shoot it, especially with that time on the clock left. So I think it starts for me on the defensive end where they should have got the ball out of Kuzma's hands, maybe pass it back to Taj. Let Taj make a play with you know five or four seconds left, whatever the case may be, and maybe he misses, and then we get a chance to go down there and, and get a shot. But uh, like you said, Zach's uh, shot was definitely not um, the one you want, uh, especially down three. He has to be better in those crunch situations, especially you know being the franchise player. You gotta you gotta live up to those moments and uh, make those moments count for the most of it. You know we hear the things about Max Player, Max Player. I thought he's been playing really well. I think he's playing up to that Max contract now that. Seems like he's back in the groove of five on five. You know, Casey Johnson went on a podcast and said the knee, the management, it was not about getting the knee to full strength. It was about getting him back to his, he didn't have his normal off season. Right. So he had to get back to full speed. Seems like he's back there. He's playing really well. I mean, we talked about it the other day that he's all the way back. I still stand by that, by the way, even after the bonehead shot, like 
I stand by that he's all the way back. But if you want to be the guy in crunch time, the reports are still out there about him questioning his role. DeMar is the guy in the final seconds. Does Zach want to be the guy? You've got to make better decisions than that because that was your opportunity without DeMar out there to say, hey, I can handle this. You didn't do it right. You didn't execute. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree 100%. You know, hopefully he'll learn from these, uh, these, this situation, this mistake. Um, uh, and I think, uh, for a player like himself, um, being the franchise player of the Mex guy, you want to be in these situations. You want to learn from it. You want to learn from guys like DeMar, who, you, who you've seen make big time shots and make game winning shots because you want to take those kind of shots and you want to be the hero, you know. Um, but I, de- I think definitely he will learn from this, hopefully. And that Kuzma possession before that, Zach hit. The big shot. That was one where right. I sat here. I couldn't believe he made it. I looked, I happened, I was covering another game. So I was looking at the other screen. I looked back, it's a tie game. He hit a big time shot. He has proven right. he's capable of it. It's the decision making we've talked about all year that just drives me crazy. Like, don't force it and don't leave it in the hands of the referees. I, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, you can't leave it in the hands of the ref. You gotta, especially being a player, you you know, you gotta make the make the most of it, be aggressive. And like I said, those are the type of shots that Zach shoots, you know, fadeaway threes, which we think are not the best shots all the time, but they go in sometimes. And though if we, he, he should have took one of those shots, I feel like, and that maybe could have been a difference in the game. Yeah, and that Kuzma shot was wild. And I mean, the defense on it, like you said, he called for a screen. It yeah, looked like right. with five seconds left on the shot clock. Like, it right. looked like the Bulls had him pinned half court. He was going to have to force up a shot. I still think it was a, it, it fade away type. It seemed like it was kind of a hail Mary and it went in. Like, yeah, I couldn't believe it went in. Like, yeah. It was that, a crazy that, shot. Yeah. I, I still think they should have like double teamed him. Like I said, he's the hot guy. He's the best player uh, on their team that I'm sure the, the play was drawn off for Kuzma. So get the ball out of his hands and let, let someone else make a play. Exactly. Don't let the top guy beat yep. you. Like, if, I mean, that, let's say this is golden state. Don't let Steph Curry beat you. You know Steph's going to beat you. Let someone else beat you. Make someone else step up and live up to the moment, especially no Bradley Beal, no Kristaps Porzingis. You take out Kyle Kuzma. I don't know who would have taken that shot. I mean, it's not going to be Avdi. The guy had 20 rebounds. He was not – he's not the best shooter on that team. Is it Anthony Gill? Is it – I mean, take Kuzma out of it and put yourself in position. That way, you go down to the other end, you can take a two to make it instead of needing a three. Right, for sure, yeah, and definitely just like Zach was in that in that awkward position. You no know, players being in those positions that they're normally not used to being in, they'll definitely not to say they'll fail, but they'll make terrible decisions, and maybe hopefully that'll be the the call of the game. So <laughs> definitely, you know, you want to make someone else make the play. And I hate that we're talking about Zach like this because he had a good game. He had thirty eight points. I mean, he had a good game. I mean, he had five <laughs> rebounds, two assists. I mean, he was fifteen for twenty eight from the field, four for eleven from three. But still, 38 points is 38 points. Yep. I mean, Vooch is still on a roll, too. He's the double-double machine that he is. Kobe White's looking good off the bench. Like, no DeMar. I mean, I thought they did fine. They just score 100 points. And th- that fourth quarter, 17-13, to 13, the Bulls yep. outscored the Wizards in that quarter. <laughs> Offensive display. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely talented offensively. Like I said, uh, I think this is going to be really a test to see if Zach can really carry a team. Uh, we know he can score. He's a great scorer, but can you really lead a team? And leading a team is also uh, getting wins in the W column. So I think that's going to be be the big thing. Don't just be the the high scorer of your team. Just get a win also. And we talk about the pieces that Washington was missing, and I'm just going to harp on it again. And I, I, I want to ask if there's a way to fix this. They're still playing down to their opponents. Yeah. They're playing up. To, I mean, there's a reason their record is so good against Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn. They beat Philadelphia, even though they didn't have Joel Embiid, but still they beat Philadelphia. 
They, I mean, that's a good thing. You're playing up to your right. opponents, but they play down to their opponents when their opponents are dealing with injuries or they're just not good. How do you fix that? Um, I don't know. Like I said, it has to be something internal. I feel like um, as a former player, I feel like, you know, especially with the record they have, they shouldn't be playing down anyone. <laughs> you're below 500. You're trying to get back into the race. You're trying to get, you know, back over 500. Um, so I think you shouldn't be playing down anyone. You should be coming out every night being aggressive uh, every quarter and just getting everyone you can. But um, I'm not really sure how to fix it. Like I said, I think it's just more so internally, um, just having that fire and desire and that passion to go out there every night and, and win a game. And you talk about this all the time. There are no days off in this league. Yep. There are yep. no days off in the NBA, especially when you're four games under 500 at the halfway. Actually, they were three games under 500 at the halfway point. But yep. You get my point. Like, yep. no days off. Come out like every game. Think of every game as the Bucks. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have to, yeah, because like I said, it's, it's definitely so hard to win in this league. And just like you saw with Bill and Przingis out, other guys are going to step into that lineup who don't play a lot. And it's their opportunity to shine, their opportunity to get more minutes to show the coaching staff and the GMs and presidents what they have and what they can bring to each team. So um, every every guy in this, in this NBA is a, is a player for sure. So you can't take anyone lightly. We talk about next man up. That's not just a Bulls thing. That is Every so, team does that. So it's a league-wide, sports-wide. I <laughs> <Right>. mean, <laughs> every team is going to have the next man up mentality. So if someone's yep. down for one team, you have to assume someone's going to come out with that fire. And it's just, it's getting really, really old. If, if we were still 20 games into the season, like, okay, still somewhat early, they can shake this. They have right. shown they can't shake this. Yeah, they haven't learned from their mistakes, like I said. And uh, hopefully, you know, they can really sit back and really look at this and attest of like, hey, we're doing this wrong. Let's try to figure this out. But um, I don't know if they're doing that yet. I don't know what they're talking about in film sessions. I don't know if they're pointing anything out or really uh, harping on the situations that they're not not capitalizing on. So hopefully they can do that. You know, we're at the halfway point of the season. Well, we're just, I think we're just past it for all intents and purposes. Halfway point, 19 and 23 record. Did not think this team would be under 500. I, mean, right. I just, I thought they'd be around maybe 500, but not under 500 all year. You know, you, you look at the standings because we're doing that every day now. I mean, we're on standings watch, especially when it comes to trade season. The Bulls right now are the 10 seed in the East, which means they'd be in the play-in tournament. That's about where I expect them to be is the play-in. Should we reassess our expectations a little bit now that we're halfway through and they're four games under, or do we think they're still on track to maybe make the play-in? Uh, well, I think we're still on track to make the plan. I think, you know, especially we deal with a lot of injuries this year, um, especially with uh, Lonzo. Uh, that's the main one I feel like can really turn this thing around. Still have uh, no but, idea if he's coming back. Right, yeah. I don't think he's coming back. Just chalk it up. He's not coming back for sure. <laughs> Probably. But uh, I, think, I think the playing tournament is right where they want to be. Um, they can really surprise some people. I think, you know, every game is going to be different. You never know. Injuries happen for other teams also. So they just got to make the most of their opportunities each night. Opportunities have been my word for the last month right. and a half. Just <laughs> make the most of your opportunities. My God. Like, I mean, I get there's still a play in tournament tech or play in team looking like, like that was my expectation. So like a 10 seed. Yes. I'm going to be disappointed because I thought they'd be like right. a seven, eight seed, but you know, the play in tournaments, the play in tournament, if they can make yeah. that, I mean, they're at the bar I set at the beginning right. of the year. I mean, that's what we talked yeah. about. Like the first show, like even through this off season, now I, I thought Atlanta would be a hell of a lot better than they are. Like right. that was one of the reasons I thought the Bulls would be in the play-in tournament. But man, four games under 500. It, I mean, I'm, I was going to ask you like what, what your biggest disappointment is. And I mean, to me, it just seems like the whole year has been a disappointment. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think the, the biggest disappointment is just the chemistry and the team camaraderie. Uh, I don't know if I said that word right. 
something didn't sound right, but uh, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> uh, just the chemistry, I think, is is uh, just a little off whack. I feel like they don't play for each other, uh, playing selfishly. I don't think they have selfish players or think anyone is selfish on the team. It's just I don't think they're playing for each other. When you play for each other, you see extra pass, extra um, driving kick, things of that nature. I don't really see that from this team. I see a lot of four shots, um, a lot of players just trying to get their stats and things of that nature, um, which you see on a lot of NBA teams. But you see those on mostly losing teams. Uh, winning teams don't have that culture. And Goran Dragic said a couple of weeks ago now, they're not playing for each other. That was after the Timberwolves right. game when we came up here and said, blow the whole thing up. Like we didn't, we did not care anymore. Like you right. give up 150 points to the Timberwolves. Like that's when it, we thought the sky was falling. They responded well to that. Then they lost to Houston. Can't believe they lost yep. to Houston, but they lost to Houston. <laughs> they responded well to that. Now it just seems like they're down again. And I, I, I like that they respond to adversity, but quit creating. I mean, it seems like they're self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, yeah, they're creating their own drama. I feel like these, all a lot of these things can be, you know, healed and, and uh, cured overnight. Um, and just like I said, just a little more passion, a little more desire to go out there and win. Every guy looking himself in the mirror. What can I do to help this team be better and uh, just offensively and defensively? Now let's take a different spin on this year because there are positives to this year. I'd say, what's your biggest surprise this year from this Bulls team? What surprised you the most? Um, I would say. Uh... I would say Vooch's play, uh, even though I, I knew he was a walking double double just from playing with him. Uh, he just he's been pretty consistent, uh, more than um, I guess not say normal, but he's just been consistent. I think, and I like that from him as a big man, uh, being able to pass the ball, score the ball. Um, not great defensively, but he tries, I guess. Um, but I think that's a improvement. Trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's improvement. Everyone can work on defensively, but uh, just the way he's been consistent, uh, you can count on him every night to go out there and, and get his stats, but also help the team uh, get close to winning. You know, defense we knew with Vucevic when they made that trade was going to be yeah. a shortcoming, and that this whole team can improve yeah. on defense. Let's be honest. I mean, right. outside <laughs> of Caruso, who puts his body on the line on a freaking free throw, like yeah. every play he's going to put his body on the line. Everyone else needs to improve. And I think I think Vooch is playing well. I agree with you. I think his consistency has been a very pleasant surprise this year. I think that's a big reason why that it's not worse. Right, <laughs> I yeah. mean, I it, people like to rip on Vooch. And to that, I I don't understand it because the guy gets you rebounds. <clears throat> he eats right. rebounds for breakfast. Same yeah. with Andre Drummond, who, by the way, is also – that might be my biggest surprise is Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond, the way they've yeah. kind of come off the bench. But sticking with Vooch, he does his job. I mean, right. does he? So he doesn't play the best defense, but he the way when they use him properly on offense and run the offense through him, you see what happens. That was why they were on a three game winning streak. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's definitely a, a big man and a, a great asset to have on uh, any team. Uh, like I said, he can score, he can shoot, uh, he can pass the ball, and just playing through him just gives you another option. It frees up a lot of things for everybody. And when you can throw the ball to a big man down low and say, "Give me a bucket," I mean, that's the best thing as a as a wing player or a guard. You don't have to do much. Well, see, the thing is, they got to be able to throw the entry pass. They struggle right. with that against the Wizards. I mean, you got that none of these guys, it seems like, can just make an entry pass because Boot just sitting there wide open. They go to throw it and oh, nope, it picked off. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's where you miss Lonzo. And that's why I still want a point guard. I, I want yeah. a point guard at the deadline. I mean, Kobe White's not a point guard, but he's proving he can be a good trade asset. But the problem is, he's one of your best shooters. So if you trade him, you got to get a shooter back to offset that. So there's yeah. a lot of layers to that conversation, but that's why I want a point guard is too. That way you can get Vooch integrated in the offense, but you still got a decision to make on that contract. So there's a big yeah. few weeks here. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what the front office does, uh, see what direction they're going to go to uh, blow it up or 
or tank and or just try to still be competitive and, and see the season out. But like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, uh, what kind of moves they make, and what's the future of the Bulls. Please don't tank. Please don't tank. <laughs> I don't want to go through that because there, there is so much that has to happen if you want to keep that pick. Right. It's it's not worth it's not worth it with how much you, yeah. if it was a top fifteen protected pick like the one you have from the Blazers, then I'd say fine, go ahead and tank. I don't. Right. Care. It's a top four protected. You need so much to happen. I really hope that's not the direction they'll go. It doesn't look like it. It yeah. looks like they want to do a retool and a reload. Right. But if it comes down to tanking, I'm be very very disappointed. Yeah, I think they. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to lose my fan base also because when you do those things, right. you, you lose a lot of fans and uh, sports people like us get on here and talk trash about you. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, we just like I said, just continue to be competitive and keep trying to you know get back to that championship level, back to the Eastern Conference Finals, and and get a get back a championship back in the, in the city of Chicago. So I just pulled up Tankathon because I mentioned the Blazer <laughs> pick. First of all, if I do a sim right now, the Bulls would not have a first round pick. Because that Blazers pick is top 15 protected. The Blazers right now are the 12th worst record in the NBA, which means they keep the pick. Right. As Bulls fans, you need to be big Portland Trailblazers fans because they need to be outside that top 14. And that's the only way this team has a first round pick if they don't end up in the top four. So when it comes to tanking, it's not a sure thing that you're going to have a first round pick, even if you don't tank. Like, yeah all these people calling to tank and blow it up. that That's the reality of the situation. The point of tanking is to get a draft pick and get a young player to build around. I think there are some good young players in this draft. You know, I think yeah. like a Nick Smith jr. Type out of Arkansas is a name that's jumping yeah. out to me. But if you don't have a first round pick, there's no point in tanking. Yeah. It's a lot of things that have to go right. Like you said, for, for a team to tank and, uh, I don't think the Bulls are in that situation. So, like I said, they they just got to be competitive and ride this season out, then kind of re revamp and rethink this process uh, in the summertime. You know, what? I changed my tune. I'm sold. I simmed it again. The second sim had the Bulls in the top four. There we go. It took two tries. There right. we go. I'm sold. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going. I'm not going based off Tankathon Simulator. It's a great Tank little. <laughs> it's a great little tool to use. Like you can right. sim- simulate it. This is great. Like you can see. Okay, what are the chances? Like it took me two tries for the Bulls to get into the top four. That's great. No, I, I just do a reload. If it means trading one of your big three, trade the big three. Like if you can get a first round pick in this year's draft, you do it. Because, let's say you get a first round pick for this year, and Portland makes the playoffs. You find yourself with two first round picks. Yep. Do it. Yeah. Good things to build on. Like you said, young talent, uh, which the Bulls need. Um, and you know, never know who those two players could be and what they can pan out to be. Right. And as long as you don't end up the number seven pick, which they're not going to do, I have, have bad, bad dreams of the number mm-hmm. seven pick because it seemed like there was what three years there from about 2016 to 19. It just seemed like they just constantly, number seven pick, number seven pick. I think Wendell Carter Jr. Right. Number seven pick, Kobe White, number seven pick. That's why when they were the top four for Patrick Williams, I'm like, hey, they're not picking seventh. Like right. it was a huge moment. Like so but Tony no, coach another. Yeah. <laughs> Croatian <Bad luck>. sensation. <laughs> yeah, Croatian sensation. I love Tony Kukoc. <laughs> or is they what was when I was watching the last dance, I didn't realize when he first came to the Bulls, they called him Tony Kukoc. I'm like, no, oh, that's yeah. not, right. That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> like, that that cracked me up just knowing how to pronounce it already. Like, right. Man, but no, I, I think as we as we wrap up, these next two weeks are going to be huge because you're going to see the schedule we keep talking about. And I'm going to keep talking about it because they keep playing down to their opponents so much. Yeah. This is an easier schedule than you played all year. 
you need yeah. to make a move here. Otherwise, you're going to see some guys you don't want to move get moved by February 9th. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's going to be like, you know, looked at as, as bad, bad, quick, harsh decisions. And like I said, you just got to take every moment and uh, try to figure this thing out, um, turn this thing around. But like you said, we have an easier schedule. So hopefully they can really figure out what they're doing. And uh, like I said, just come on with that desire and that fire each each and every night. Think of every team like it's the Celtics or the Bucks. That's just what yep. I want them to do. Think of if, if the Wizards are without their entire starting five. Right. Think of them like it's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who, by the way, are still going nuts. Like I yeah. cannot believe the numbers they're putting. Yeah, they're 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 a tantrum that you don't want to see in the playoffs. I don't think, and, and they play both ways. It's a, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I want the Bulls to start playing both ways. I really right. do. And I mean, it will help getting. Obviously, it'll help getting Demar Derozan back in the lineup. I mean, there's right. no way to sugarcoat that. But you cannot use Demar's absence as a crutch when Washington was down two of its best players. Like you yep. were down one of your best players. Washington was down two. And that's why my, my gut was to say, yeah, they didn't have DeMar. But when you're down three, don't shoot at two. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be mad about that for a while. Yeah, I can tell. You got you to make better <laughs> better better decisions. Uh, like I said, hopefully Zach learns from this, especially wanting to be the 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 franchise player and the guy to take that last shot. So hopefully you can figure this out and look at film and try to um, do better on the next time because like, he's going to be in this situation again. So what are you going to do again the next time it comes around? My last name is Schultz, which is German, but my mom's side of the family is Polish. I grew up with <laughs> it. My, my grandfather was an old Polish man. <laughs> I know how to be stubborn and let you hear about it because right, yeah. <laughs> I grew up, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't want to point to that over and over this year. Like, I don't want to say, oh, Zach dropped 55 in a game and led the Bulls to a victory to get in the playoffs. But he took right. a bad shot against the Wizards. Like, I'm yeah. not going to do that. But if things don't get better and if that's the start of a trend, then, yeah, you're going to hear about it. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. hoping I only bring it up for the next couple of shows. But, yeah, man, me too. Gonna... Yeah, I'm sure you're, you're probably tired <laughs> of me saying the same thing over and over again. I wouldn't blame you, too. I mean, I, I don't want to talk in – I mean, I talk in circles anyway because that's part of, part of the job, man. But, right. you know <laughs> – Man, and it seems like it's just been the same old story with this team. And it just one day we're like, yes, they're turning a corner. And then the same week, well, we're back yeah. to where we were last week. Back, back to old habits. <laughs> exactly. And I'm I'm tired of old habits. Like just turn a corner, make a move, please. Yeah. Do it. Do it for everybody's sanity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give us some peace. <laughs> please. Please. I I don't like talking about the same old, same old. Like it, it gets old, believe it or not. When sitting here talking about the same thing over and over again, you may, you may think we're having fun talking about the same old stuff. Right. <laughs> we do have a really good job. We get to sit here and talk basketball, but it's not fun talking about, wow, they can't do this. Wow. They can't do that. Every damn show. Right. Yeah. So, it definitely. It definitely gets annoying sometimes. Here, here's the next few games. You're <clears> home <throat> for four games against Oklahoma city, golden state. Uh, there's a trip to Paris in here. Don't forget the trip to oh, Paris nice. is the 19th thing. It's Detroit. Which, by the way, we're not going to have a show that day because I'm be out of town. But that game, I believe, is in Paris. Pretty sure that's the one. I keep I forgot. I totally forgot about the Paris trip. By the way, like yeah, I didn't know they're going to Paris. That's nice. I, I I went through the other day and they're like, oh hey, we're going to Paris soon. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, the January nineteenth. <laughs> the game's at two o'clock in the afternoon, and it's live from Paris, so that's in there too. So. This seems like a homestand, but you got two at home. You go to France, then you come back. You've got Atlanta and Indiana on a back-to-back, -back. and you got Charlotte and Orlando. Like opportunities. Just gonna yeah. keep saying it to end every show. Opportunities. Yep, we got to make use of these uh, these games. It's easier schedule, but 
it's not really that much easier because these teams are still hungry. The Orlando's playing well. OKC is playing good, even though they're not winning a lot, but they got a lot of young talent. Don't ever take Golden State lightly. I know they're not good on the road, but do not ever take that team lightly. Yeah, yeah, never, ever, yeah. They're they're on the way to bouncing back, I feel like. <laughs> Especially because the Bulls can't defend the three anyway. Don't yeah. take them lightly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... I let me see. Can I, how, how much how much points can I get Steph Curry to get against the Bulls that day? <laughs> man. <laughs> but all right, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show today on this episode of Believe in Bulls. You're on the Bleed Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV. That's a great deal. A 50% welcome bonus. There's a lot of playoff football this weekend. If you want to bet on the NFL draft, I'm not gonna stop you. I mean, if you if you if you're like me and you think the Bears are gonna trade the pick and you're confident with minus 400 odds. Be my guest. That's over at Bet Online to get that 50% welcome bonus to help you out. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Stand, shop.believe.com. Support the show, support all the shows on the network. CJ, I, I wanted to say this was fun, but I kind of <laughs> went, I kind of got on a soapbox there. So hopefully we'll have more fun on Monday. Talk about a couple wins here and preview the big trip to Paris. I wish I spoke French. All right. We, oui, we. Oui. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I speak. I speak Spanish. I don't speak French. Right. <laughs> well, I do speak French, but not the actual language. <laughs> right. you, pardon my French. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll see you guys back here next week. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.